new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. At each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Got the beautiful sunrise coming up over me. Sheep out in the field, if you can see this. I don't know why we've got sheep in the field this morning, Uh, but I'm here to talk to you about something that I'm really excited about today, and that is a book that has been super revolutionary for me. I think a lot of people uh, view this book as old hat. They've put it back on the shelf. They're not looking at it anymore, and that is the good old time-tested seven habits of highly effective people. For some of you, you may hear this and go, man, I've been through that book a hundred times. I'm not sure that this podcast is going to do a lot for me or this video is going to do a lot for me. I would encourage you to have an open mind. I'd encourage you to slow down and let's revisit this four matrix time tested system of time management that Covey created and spent his work, much of his work, creating an entire system behind this. Okay, because this has been one of the biggest things in my life as I've started business, as I've gotten into business, to really learn how stuff gets done, how to be proactive and not reactive, as simple as that sounds, right? And as you can see here, for those of you that are watching the video, I've got the four quadrant system. I want you to create one of these every single start of the week. I want you to sit down. I want you to create this time management system. And I think for many of you who have done it before or maybe who haven't done it before and you've been thinking about it and you've read over it, Uh, Again, we want to begin with the end in mind. We want to figure out what our outcome is. What do we want? What do we really want to get out of this? And for those of you who have read the book, you'll also remember that Covey tells us to put first things first. And that's the whole idea behind this time management system. If we can just put first things first and build a concept around that, we're going to be a lot more effective during the day. We're going to be a lot more Uh, apt to hit our goals and our accomplishments and the things that we want to do, and especially our commitments, by not just playing office, by not just seeming like we're super busy. Okay, so he comes up with this quadrant system. Those of you who have read the book know what I'm talking about. Uh, It starts on page 149, Four Generations of Time Management. That's where the, uh, the talk around some of this starts. But again, at the beginning of every week, I want you guys to start with a new matrix. I want you to build it out and I want you to put the things in there that are important. You guys may have seen me before talk about this daily greatness business planner that I have. It has a time matrix system uh, that is built into it there and you can map things out. So let's explore each one of these when it comes to these quadrants that we have right here in front of us. So quadrant number one, these are the urgent and important. Okay, these are our fire drills. These are the things that are going to be the most pressing tasks. If you see me looking over here a lot, it's because I've got my own four quadrant system on the computer over here. I've made notes on, so I don't want to, uh, I don't want to forget about those. These are going to be when crises erupt. These are going to be the most pressing meetings or deadlines. All of those sort of things are going to fall into this category. Again, it's where we do the majority of our firefighting. This also is going to lead to a lot of burnout if we don't know how to maintain and control this. Okay. 
quadrant number two, this is the not urgent, but important. These are things that matter um, maybe in the long run. These are going to come up in the long run, but they're not going to seem to yield a lot of really tangible benefits this week or possibly this year. Uh, they're the things that we know that we need to get to, but probably will push off more than likely, knowing how most of us work, myself included. It's having a meeting with an important contact or a lunch with an important client that may not yield any immediate business for you, but you know that it's something that you need to do. It could be uh, long-term planning, okay, casting out your five-year vision. How many times have we tried to sit down and create a five-year vision? We, we didn't really want to get into it at first, but we knew when we got through with it, it was a very valuable exercise. That five-year vision may not seem to provide any tangible benefit today, but what is it going to do for us in the long run? These are things like maybe cre uh, going to a conference that are, that's offered several times a year. You really don't want to go, but you know it could be a good thing for you, so you need to go. Okay, then we move into quadrant number three. These are going to be the urgent and not important. So think of these as interruptions. And honestly, guys, these are the biggest reasons we're not hitting and succeeding at our long-term goals. These are the things that are going to clog up our time today. But when we look back at these things, at the end of the week, at the end of the day, more than likely, we're going to have to admit that they were absolutely a waste of time. Okay. Again, these are interruptions that happen, such as phone calls from an upset client or someone that needs your time and you know that you you should, you know, get on this call. You feel like you need to stay on it. In the moment, it feels like it might be urgent, but then you realize that you spent way too much time on it. Okay. These are meetings that we attend because we got the invite and we're going through some avoidance behavior in our job. We could get to some of these tougher tasks that we need to do or things that, that we've been trying to get cleared off of our desk, but we accept this meeting, we go to it, and at the end of it, we know, hey, that was a big waste of time. I should not have gone to that meeting. So these are going to be tasks. Uh, this could even be, um, you know, anything that's getting you into a short-term focus as well that you put a lot of priority and weight on in the moment and then realize again, it was a waste of time. Okay. Then we get to quadrant number four, which is the death zone. Okay. That is not urgent and not important. These are things that we do in the moment because we feel like out of necessity, we need to many times because we're tired. Okay. So that would be mindlessly watching TV or surfing the internet at the end of the day. It's going to be checking and rechecking and rechecking Facebook over and over and over because we think what we might miss something. For me, it's getting on, uh, it used to be getting on YouTube videos at night and looking at those over and over thinking, oh, I'm going to click here and I'm this one suggested next. So I'm going to click on that one. In the moment, we feel okay doing those things and we derive pleasure from those things. But they're really, as I said, they're not urgent and they're not important. These are time wasting activities. This could even be your email, checking emails over and over throughout the day. That's been a big lesson for me this year in 2016 is learning how not to stay in my email over and over again. So again, guys, it seems simple, but if you guys will simply just spend 30 minutes at the beginning of every week and map out this four quadrant system, it seems extremely basic, right? This four quadrant system right here, again, quadrant number one. Right here, this is going to be the urgent and important. We want to stay away from that as much as we possibly can. Those are the fire drills. Those are deadlines. Those are burnout. Many times we find ourselves up here in quadrant number one, 
simply because we haven't planned, we haven't prioritized, we haven't put the absolute time and necessity on the things that are needed, and therefore everything becomes a fire drill. Everything becomes burnout. Everything becomes, you know, stress and anxiety because we're trying to figure out how to get to the things that we really need to get to. Okay. Quadrant number two right here. This is going to be the not urgent, but important. Okay. We want to identify what we spend time doing each day. And your goal, hopefully, your goal will be to shift everything over into quadrant number two. Not urgent, but important. This is going to be even even things you may not think would go in this. Okay. Time with family, reading, downtime that moves the needle. How many times have you heard me talk about spending time, spending downtime, doing things that aren't just busy work, that are helping to move the needle, but it's things that are going to nourish you. It's things that are, you know, things that are not the time suck activities that in the moment feel like they're good things for you. Again, checking Facebook so you don't miss something, vegging out, watching TV. All vegging out and watching TV did for me whenever I used to do that. I would come home. Some of you know my story. I would come home. I would tell my wife, Katie, look, I just need some downtime. I need some time right here in front of the TV. I don't do that anymore. Why? Because I noticed that whenever I would sit down and I would watch TV each day, all it would do, it, it wouldn't relax me. It would make me sit there and stress and focus. I, I'm watching TV, but I'm staring at it like a zombie. In the moment, I felt like that was important, right? I need to do this. I, I even felt like maybe I was nourishing myself by doing this or, or you know, just giving myself some downtime. It didn't reduce my stress. In fact, all it did, without me realizing it, by the way, was create more stress for me. I would sit there and stare at the TV like a zombie and then realize, hey, all I've done for the last 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever, it's just sit here and think about all the things I was thinking about before, but it made me stop and be still and just sit there and focus on those things. So I want you guys to really clue in on this, okay? Again, we want to be proactive and not reactive. And if you hear a lot of what Covey's saying in this system, one, two, three, and four quadrants is a lot of the work that we're doing is reactive. Even when we're up in quadrant number one and we're dealing with super important things, those important things, why are they important? Because they've become urgent. Maybe they weren't even important before, but now they've become urgent and we have to address those. We have to tackle those. Important and urgent is not where you want to live your life. You're recklessly flying through your day. Um, and, and even if each day you don't feel like that, you could probably look back at a week or a quarter or a year and realize, man, I spend a lot of my time doing things that pop up out of nowhere because I just have a demanding job. Well, maybe you do have a demanding job, but maybe, maybe you're putting more demand on yourself by those things popping up over and over because why you didn't treat first things first. You didn't know you didn't have a clear purpose of what you wanted. You didn't have a clear purpose of your ideal outcome. You didn't begin with the end in mind. And you didn't do what Covey tells you to do, which is put first things first. Okay, that's what this whole simple, seemingly simple quadrant was built around. Urgent, not urgent. Important, not important. Okay, we've got to put first things first. And we've got to make sure that we're mapping this thing out. You guys have heard me talk before about my green card. I don't have one here in front of me. My green card each day is in and of itself its own little time management system. I've got an incredible staff. Andy is 68 years old. He wears cooler socks than I do every day. He's got more energy than I do. Um, <laughs> just the other day, just last week, he heard me say it like 2.30 in the afternoon. I was like, man, I'm crashing. 
I guess I didn't get good sleep last night. I've got to grab a cup of coffee here. And uh, he said, oh, man, grabbing another cup of coffee, huh? I typically have a box of raisins in the afternoon and that pushes me on through. This guy's 68 years old, okay? Has more energy and vibrance than I do every day. And uh, he is uh, he's my partner. He's my right-hand guy. Okay, but Andy created this time management system on a green card. If you haven't seen my video on the green card, you know, really mapping out your day, being intentional with your day, basically the way it works is we use a green card so that it stands out on my desk. It's neon green. We used to use a different color. I can't even remember, maybe yellow or something like that. But neon green stands out. It was by accident. Office Depot, this is the only paper they had left, so he grabbed it. I thought it was awful at first, and now it really stands out on my desk. But basically what it is, is it's my schedule from yesterday so that I can make notes, I can make uh, reminders in the margins, I can make anything that I want to make. That's up at the top of this um, this uh, page, and it's also a heavier cardstock. It's not just a regular sheet of paper, so it you know it's durable. I can carry it with me throughout the day. But on the very top is I've got my calendar from yesterday and I'm making notes for my staff or myself there of things that maybe I uh, forgot to jot down or missed. Then in the middle, it has any reminders, anything that I say, Andy, I need you to tell me uh, to call such and such in two weeks. They've asked me to give them a call back. I don't want to rely on that. I'm flying through the day like crazy each day. I don't want to rely on that. So it's got my reminders right there in the middle, my priority list of people to call, I would I would say. In, in the next section going on down the page, it has my calendar for today. So I can glance down at any second. Uh, I've got a system here that drives some people crazy, I think, especially my wife. I never know what I have to do until the day of. And it relieves so much stress for me. So I can't tell you what I've got on my calendar tomorrow. I can't. At 9 p.m. tonight, we use a reminder system called Snoozster. Goofy name, I know. We use a reminder system called Snoozster. If there's anything out there that's better... You guys tell me, please write in. But this thing costs 15 bucks a month. We can put as many reminders in text form or voicemail form that we want. So he gets on the computer on the dashboard and at 9 p.m. he sends me the very first meeting of the day that I have. That's all I want to know at night. I don't need to be getting stressed out looking at my entire calendar at night. He sends me the first meeting that I have. So I know when to set my alarm. I know when to when to be here. Normally I'm here early every day. Like right now it's 5.30 in the morning. I started setting up for this video a little after 5 a.m. I'm normally here early enough. But just in case I've got an offsite meeting somewhere else, that reminder is helpful. I see the very first meeting of each day. Typically, that's a leadership meeting, a management meeting, something like that. Nothing that as I'm getting ready to go to bed, I've got to get a little stressed or anxious about making sure we prepared for everything or we put everything together, right? At 4 a.m. the next morning, typically when I'm in the bathroom getting ready or brushing my teeth or doing whatever, then the next snooster comes through and it's got a text version of my entire calendar. You know, 10 a.m. this meeting, 11 a.m. this meeting, 3 p.m. this meeting, 4 p.m. this meeting, whatever. Snooster, snooster.com, uh, spelled just like it sounds. But what Andy does is he has that reminder system set up to where I don't have to see my calendar every day. And it's been, even, even for a control person like me, it's been a huge release of control in a good way to not have to see that, to not lay down every night and have to pull up my calendar and then notice the meetings that I have in the afternoon that maybe I'd forgotten about, start worrying, did we do enough case prep for those? Did we run the financial analysis? Fill in the blank for whatever your business is. The snooster has been ever so helpful for us to be able to do that. And then once I get to the office, typically about 8 a.m., uh, he's walking in with the green card saying, here's your green card for the day. And at the very bottom of that green card, I forgot to mention, it's anything that was urgent the day before that I'd ask my staff to do. 
Andy, please make sure you do this. Lisa, please make sure you do this. Jamie, please make sure you do this. Can you make sure that gets done today? It has to happen. Well, they're writing back. Andy's uh, checking in with them. He, he runs everything and he's checking in with them just to make sure that it happened, right? So I've got a green card that's got the calendar from the day before, my reminders, the calendar for today, and then anything that's urgent that I can go ahead and check off the list because it's done. That's been so helpful. And then also having the snooster reminders. That in and of itself, the the green card is its own little time management system because I can look ahead. I can look at my reminders. I can really map out the notes that I have from the day before. But this four quadrant system, guys, is going to be even more helpful for you if you can nail this thing down, and again, this is my crude version for those of you looking at the video that can see this. But again, let's run through these as we get ready to wrap up here. Quadrant number one is going to be urgent and important. Fire drills, deadlines, burnout. We want to make sure that we're not spending too much time in quadrant number one. Write those down. Jot down at the beginning of each week what it is you need to do for that week that you think might fall in that category. Quadrant number two, not urgent, but important. This is where we want to spend the majority of our time. Ideally, you want to spend 30% plus of your day or week in that quadrant number two. Typically, I would say most of us are probably spending 10% or less in quadrant number two. Okay, again, these are going to be the things that are going to be, you know, time with family, reading, uh, downtime that moves the needle, as I mentioned, nourishing yourself, working on your business, not necessarily in your business, things that are not urgent, but very important. And you may not even feel a lot of real tangible benefit from today, but it's going to move the needle a long way over time. Quadrant number three, as we move along here, this is going to be urgent and not important. These are the things that clog up our calendar. Remember, these are interruptions. These are things that get our brain on short-term focus. And then quadrant number four is going to be the not urgent and not important. Time-wasting activities, checking Facebook or ESPN, emailing, uh, sitting in your email over and over, things that are just not productive for you. And and typically you think that they are watching TV at the end of the day, heck, just sitting around eating just just because you're bored. It may seem really valuable in the moment. And then we get out later and realize that it wasn't at all. So what we want to do, guys, is we want to identify what we're spending our time doing each day. And the only way you're going to do that is to plan it out. Right. We want to make sure that we are shifting, you know, catch yourself in a moment, catch yourself, stop, stop yourself and say, look, I am now finding myself. The majority of this week in quadrant number one, why have I spent so much of my week in quadrant number one? Stop, identify, look at those things. Maybe at the end of the day, you map this out and realize that you probably spent a lot of time in quadrant number one because you didn't take care of first things first. Now those things have become both urgent and important because they have to get done right now, but they really may not be that profitable for you in some measures toward the end of the day. Okay. We've got a shift out of quadrant four, which are the mind-numbing activities, the things that we think feel good in the moment, but really we realize we were inefficient, we were unproductive, we were zombied out in front of the TV, we were checking Facebook again for the 10th time in an hour. Those things feel self-satisfying in the moment, and then you realize you wasted a lot of time. Quadrant number three, these are going to be the urgent and not important, the short-term focus emails, 
uh, or attending uh, a meeting that you really didn't need to go to because you were avoiding some more difficult task that you needed to get to at work, that more difficult task is going to turn into what? It's going to turn into an urgent and important matter if you don't get on it now, but it may not even be profitable for you, okay? So the big the big purpose here is to shift. A couple of takeaways. Number one is to shift. Make sure that we identify where we are and shift back into quadrant two. Again, 30% plus of your time should be spent there each week. We want, and uh, most of you are spending 10% or less. Most of us, I still get caught up in this, right? But we want to shift away, especially from quadrant one and four, but really away from quadrant three as well, because those aren't going to be satisfying either. Guys, thanks so much for your time here today. If you want to connect directly with me, my email address is info at success 101 podcast. You can email me there for any questions, thoughts, comments, guest ideas, content ideas for the podcast. You can email me there to get my book from success to significance. Again, info at success 101 podcast. My team will shoot out uh, this book to you. And uh, if you want to connect with me on social media, it is at Success 101 Podcast, my Facebook page, and at Success 101 Podcast, my Instagram page. You can check me out over there. I try to put out stuff. Uh, my team and I try to put out stuff constantly. So go check that out. And thanks so much. The Success 101 Podcast has now been downloaded in 86 countries, and we're just getting started, baby. Just getting started. So I look forward to downloading and uh, getting your feedback and getting downloaded in more countries. That tells me you guys are enjoying the podcast as we continue to build to a million downloads here in the very, 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 hopefully very, very short future and, uh, and continue to put out great, great content. Thanks so much. Go block off your time management system today. And if it's been a while since you've picked up the seven habits of highly effective people, pull that book off the shelf because there is gold in this thing. Thanks so much, guys.